The Holy Gospel is written in the eighth chapter of the Gospel according to St. Mark, beginning at the first verse. Glory be, be to, to thee, thee o, Lord. o Lord. In those days, the multitude being very great and having nothing to eat, Jesus called his disciples unto him and saith unto them, I have compassion on the multitude, because they have now been with me three days and have nothing to eat. And if I send them away fasting to their own houses, they will faint by the way, for divers of them came from far. And his disciples answered him, From whence can a man satisfy these men with bread here in the wilderness? And he asked them, How many loaves have ye? And they said, Seven. And he commanded the people to sit down on the ground, and he took the seven loaves and gave thanks and break, and gave to his disciples to set before them. And they did set them before the people. And they had a few small fishes, and he blessed and commanded them and commanded to set them also before them. So they did eat and were filled, and they took up of the broken meat that was left seven baskets. And they that had eaten were about 4,000, and he sent them away. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise be to thee, Christ. May I speak in the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. Now, if there was a common theme to the past weekend for me, um, it involved addiction. On Friday, uh, a very inebriated man removed the cross and candlesticks from the sanctuary at the east end of this church. Uh, he was, uh, fortunately, so worse for wear from alcohol that he only went a little way down the road before sitting down in the street with his ill-gotten gains, and Lee, our verger, was therefore able to go and recover the items and also call the police. The man himself was cautioned and moved on. Um, at St. Martin in the Fields, where I am um, also ministering, we are uh, currently dealing on a daily basis with a group of homeless people um, who are dealing in and using the legal high spice. Uh, their lives and their behavior are governed by that substance, making interaction with them very difficult and meaning that they often reject the sources of support that are offered to them. And then on Sunday, um, in the annual service celebrating the arts organized by Commission for Mission, the art group, of which I am part, uh, which will exhibit here in September. Um, those who were at that celebratory service heard poems, songs, and stories from one of the Commission for Mission artists, Anthony Hodgson, someone who has found release from his own ad addictions through his faith in Jesus Christ. And as a result, his art explores those themes of addiction and release. So you can see uh, why I say that uh, a common theme for me over the past weekend has been encounters with uh, addiction. 
The effects of severe substance addictions are very clear and they are something that can be seen around us on a fairly daily basis. It can be easy for those of us who are not in that situation to condemn those who are and to believe that we're not affected by addictions ourselves. But that is not what the scripture says about our own personal situation. Scripture regularly, as in our epistle reading today, uses the imagery of addiction uh, to talk about our sinfulness as human beings. And uh, we see it in this passage from Romans uh, in the references to our being slaves to sin. Essentially, what is being claimed in this passage is that we are addicted to selfishness and to independence. Until we turn to Christ, we are separated from God because our lives are turned in on ourselves and oriented around our needs, our wants, and our wishes. In our own day and time, that is a reality which has been used as the basis for our consumerist culture, where we are continually persuaded to buy stuff that we don't actually need in order to assuage our sense of inadequacy and to boost our sense of ego. Those of us who manage large or unsustainable levels of personal debt will perhaps readily acknowledge the overwhelming nature of the pressures that cause us to spend, spend, spend. As with any addiction, it is vital that we reach a point in our lives where we acknowledge that we are actually powerless in the grip of powerful forces which control us, slaves to sin, as we have acknowledged that St. Paul expresses it. And as a result, need to recognize that we need outside help. And that, of course, is where God comes into the picture, as it is only when we can begin to look outside ourselves that our addiction to selfishness can begin to be broken. Looking to God firstly addresses the insecurities and the fears which underpin our focus on protecting and benefiting ourselves. God's unconditional love means that we can be sure that we are loved absolutely and can therefore look outside of ourselves and outside of our fears and anxieties. And looking to God also involves acknowledging the claim that others have on our lives and gives us a frame of reference beyond ourselves. Jesus speaks of this in terms of love for God, love for neighbors, and love for ourselves. So our reality, whether this is visibly apparent or hidden, is that each of us is gripped in some way by forces beyond our control and that it is only as we become open to God and to others that this addiction to selfishness can be managed and mitigated. 
Alcoholics Anonymous teaches its users that they are always recovering alcoholics. Christianity, in a sense, teaches us all that we are recovering sinners. And just as those who go to AA have a 12-step program which enables them to be a recovering alcoholic rather than an alcoholic, I wonder whether we have the equivalent in place to deal with our own personal addictions. And the 12 steps of AA are actually as relevant to all other addictions as they are to alcoholism. The starting point is to admit that we have been powerless in relation to our actions and that our lives have become unmanageable. And then to believe that a power greater than ourselves can restore us to sanity and turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understand him. May it be so for each one of us. Amen.